The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm quite well. Thank you. <laughs> good. It's uh, Thursday and Friday. Happy Veterans Day. And Veterans Day will be observed in Jackson at Withington Park, a.k.a. the Veterans Park in downtown Jackson, where First and Michigan and Glick and Stewart all come together. And it's at 11 a.m. It's always uh, at the 11th hour on the 11th day of the 11th month. And unlike Memorial Day, where we honor those who we have lost, Veterans Day is to celebrate all our veterans. So yeah, so if you get an opportunity, uh, make sure you reach out and thank a veteran on Veterans Day. Uh, means a lot to them. Pick up a tab or do something nice for uh, someone that is a veteran for sure, and thank you to all those who have served. Thank you for your service. Well, it's uh, the day after, the day after election day, and we still don't know who won I have, some races. Uh, I have election fatigue, mm -hmm. uh, and I don't see that stopping anytime soon, <laughs> so. Arizona, Colorado, uh, Georgia. There are a lot of uh, races that it'll be days, perhaps weeks, before we know. And that will lead to controversy, right? Of mm -hmm. course, because anything that takes longer than it's supposed to uh, will be a controversy. So. Yeah, in Michigan, uh, the election ran smoothly. There have been no reports of uh, any anomalies, although in Flint, police arrested <laughs> A drunk poll worker. An election really? worker was drunk. Really? Yes. yes. Wow. Uh, he was disruptive. <laughs> you know, some t I mean, probably took the day off work, had, uh, you know, had some refreshments in the car mm -hmm. and was just drinking throughout the day, mm -hmm. I'm assuming. Well, at uh, my polling place, um, Eric Baldwin, one of the uh, poll workers, mm -hmm. he had a... Uh, a spread of refreshments. Yeah, that's great. No, no alcohol, though, of course. No, not Eric. No. Not Eric Baldwin. No, of course. <laughs> no, of course. Um, yeah, I was uh, I was looking up some political news, and you remember when we passed the uh, legalization of marijuana? Yes. So other states, you know, that's that's kind of in their uh, on on their uh, ballots this time around. So Arkansas and Missouri are uh, are going to pass to. Uh, legalize it or decriminalize it. Mm -hmm. And the Dakotas North and South said, no, 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 no we don't need to because we can just go to Colorado. That's what they said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I think uh, with Colorado being one of the first two states to legalize marijuana, I think the Rocky Mountain state saw what 
some of the problems were that marijuana legalization brought immediately to Colorado. There were some issues. Hmm. And uh, apparently there's um, continued fallout. People aren't coming to work. Oh, really? People mm -hmm. aren't coming to work. Mm -hmm. yeah. How about that? Um, Brandon, do the Pistons stink? They're pretty bad. Gosh, they're, I'm, bad. they're three and nine. They, they're bad. Um, but I think now's a good time to buy tickets. Uh, <laughs> you know, you can get a little bit of a lower price. So, um, but yeah, I was so high on the Pistons really early and now they've dropped to three and nine, but I'm not going to give up on them. But I do think that they, they're just what Brandon said. They're just not very good. They're young. Well, it's basketball season, but it's also football season, and I'm a little worried about your Michigan Wolverines football team because yesterday, Michigan quarterback Cade McNamara posted this on Instagram. So, to a to a uh, novice like yourself, that <laughs> would be bad news. To a Michigan fan like me. It's great news. <laughs> it's great news. No, I hope Cade's okay, but, uh, you know, Cade's, Cade Mack's not playing. Uh, we have J.J. Uh, McCarthy, Bart. I know, but he is, he's the bench. And he is. He's yeah. in now, uh, headed to surgery. Well, What's I he, hope he's okay. I hope he's okay, too. What's I, his surgery for? I don't know. I haven't been following the backup quarterback situation. I'm all in on J.J. McCarthy. Some local sports. Yesterday, Ryan Cottingham, Spring Arbor men's basketball coach, picked up his 400th win wow. and uh, happened to do that in front of over 1,000 people because Western had a field trip game that uh, featured over 1,000 kids, second to eighth graders. They won by two. Congratulations to Coach Cottingham. Hugely exciting game, and what a great idea for Spring Arbor University to invite all the second through eighth graders from Western schools mm -hmm. to come for a field day. They got to watch a rare 11 a.m. college basketball game, enjoyed pizza, all kinds of Very excitement cool. at the halftime, and it was an awesome opportunity. And Spring Arbor hopes to extend this to other schools in the area, but both Spring Arbor University and Jackson College have been doing a lot more to involve the local community, mm -hmm. particularly uh, younger people, getting them on campus, checking out all that we have right here in our community. Yeah. We have all these kids playing uh, basketball, AAU, traveling all over the place to go play and just in front of your, your parents in a gym in Saginaw. Take an hour and go watch Spring Arbor or Jackson College men's or women's basketball team. Um, it's good basketball, mm -hmm. very, very good college basketball. And it kind of gives you an opportunity to see, uh, for parents to see what it, what, what it takes to actually play at, at the college level, which I don't think a lot of people realize that it is very, very difficult. Yeah, it's amazing. You, if you've been going to high school basketball games and all of a sudden go to yeah, UJ, it's, it's like, wow. Yeah, it's, it's different. It's, yeah. uh, it's different. And, and there's popcorn. And there is popcorn, mm. yeah. And uh, golf news, our local Jackson Country Club pro, Ron Berman, was named Michigan PGA Section Senior Player of the Year. Ron won the 2022 Michigan Senior PGA at Hidden River, and he finished runner-up in the match play at Country Club of Lansing. Congratulations to Ron, Jackson's own Ron Berman. He just, his career keeps going. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't stop. Yeah. It's awesome. To be able to continue to win tournaments, it's awesome. Congratulations, Ron. Yeah. 
You're in the hotbed of golf, Jackson. Yeah, for sure. Uh, some uh, uh, economic news this morning. Today, the federal government, the Bureau of Labor Statistics, announced that prices were 7.7% higher in October compared with the year before. Mm. Wow. So that means uh, the average American household is spending around 450 to five or $490 extra mm -hmm. in this month on just the goods and services that you were paying for in October of 21. Mm -hmm. So, so far the Federal Reserve strategy of raising interest prices isn't working. It no. never has. It really? No, I, I, don't I, I don't think so. I don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. uh, well, we were just talking about gas prices and why it's $2 cheaper in North Carolina than it is here. Do you remember when we were in Charlotte and got gas? Mm -hmm. It was like half price. Yeah, well, it was a half price gas day when we were there. I no, think. it wasn't. Oh. It was just the regular price of the oh. gas. So, uh, Something to watch for. We are filming Hockey Media Day with Lumen Christie and Jackson United today. Thanks to Coach Matt Grimes from Jackson United and Dan Brady from Lumen Christie. They're going to host us over at Optimist today. Get a chance to talk to some of their players and get a little season outlook. This is the 50th season for Lumen Christie Hockey Wow! this year. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, as you uh, know, Twitter, Elon Musk, uh, laid off thousands of workers the other day. Well, mm -hmm. yesterday, Mark Zuckerberg at Meta, Meta laid off 11,000 uh, employees, 13% of their workforce. Wow. Uh, both billionaires, and I think it's wrong for billionaires <laughs> to lay off people. Yeah. Just pay them yourself. Yeah, they and should. But Elon, you know, I would love to see, he's got all his money all over the place. He just sold, uh, I think, $4 billion more uh, Tesla stock mm -hmm. to uh, prop up the Twitter. So we'll see. Yeah, well, both uh, Musk and Zuckerberg, I think, are um, cowards because guess who got laid off? The work from homers. Really? They did it and they laid them off via email. Ooh. So Some of the Twitter people got called back, though. Yeah, you, would you go back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd go back to home if it was I would my go back, home job. I would go back to um, reverse engineer all of their systems. Well, I don't, I don't think they were firing people off with that skill set, but. So um, a warning though to people, the industry, the tech industry, don't worry about them. They, they, there are plenty of jobs available. Plenty. These people will get jobs, but. Um, what's been consistent among layoffs in the tech industry, it's, it's the people working from home. Mm -hmm. So out of sight, out of mind, out of work. Yeah, there's a lot of these companies though that told and encouraged their employees to work from home, even move. You can work from whatever state you want. Um, so some employers have to deal with a little bit of that backlash because if you've allowed your workforce and encouraged them to work from home or move if they need to. Mm -hmm. Here's a sign of uh, Christmas being here. Netflix's first Christmas movie drops today. And it's Lindsay Lohan, Lohan. starring in Falling Lindsay for Lohan. Christmas. Lindsay Lohan, or Lohan as they say in the, in the British Isles. <laughs> Falling for Christmas, you wanna know what it's about? Uh, I guarantee I know, but why don't you tell us? A wealthy, pamper, a wealthy pampered heiress 
Sierra Belmont plans Ooh, to spend Belmont. a snow-blanketed Christmas at her father's exclusive ski resort with her narcissistic, social media-obsessed beau, Tad Fairchild. Tad Fairchild looks <laughs> this like This isn't Tad. Oh, she anticipates like being offered a job by her dad as the property's vice president of Atmosphere. However, fate intervenes in the form of a catastrophic fall, leaving Tad knocked out on one side of the mountain and Sierra with a concussion on the other. And of course, she loses her, her memory. Lucky for her, Cord Overstreet, single dad, recently widowed Jake Russell, passes by and rescues her. Is he wearing a flannel shirt? I guarantee it. Well, and he's probably from the hometown. <laughs> he's probably from the, the, the hometown where the resort is. And mm -hmm. Wow, what a fairy tale. Mm -hmm. What a fairy tale. They should play those movies at the Michigan Theater and invite <laughs> everyone to come down and watch those. That would be awesome. Hey, join me tomorrow at Party for a Cause, Friday. It's Friday night, tonight, and tomorrow. Are you going? I am going. I will be there. I will be there. My wife and I will be there. Looking forward to it. Party for a cause to support Strong Kids, Strong Communities campaign. There's dinner in a cash bar, live silent auction, and of course, veteran recognition with the honors of Employee of the Year and Volunteer of the Year. It's a great event. Looking forward to it Friday at the American One Event Center. Remember the social district uh, legislation the state passed? Well, now yeah. Jackson, Jackson will have a social district next year. I thought we had one two years ago. Well, we passed it, but the uh, problem was uh, the businesses had to contribute money. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then right. they all had to get together and have the same cups. Well, the DDA is going to pay all the fees for all the businesses. Nice. And they're going to buy the cups. They've already placed an order for 5,000 Jackson social district cups that people will be able to use and, and walk around. Social, social, social district. Social district. Social district. What did I say? No, you said it. I oh. was just trying to say it again. It sounds oh. trendy. Mm -hmm. Sounds super. Sorry. When is that going to start? Spring? Next spring. Spring? Mm -hmm. Cool. Awesome. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. The, uh, our show today is being brought to you by Home Study of Greater Jackson for all of those things that you can't get to on your honey-do list, like changing light bulbs, or a doorknob, or replacing a screen, and even painting. Give Homesteady a call, located in Jackson, Michigan. A sad day in Michigan history. It was on this day in 1975 that the SS Edmund Fitzgerald sank in Lake Superior. It was a huge storm. The crew of 29 men were lost. And just one year later, I didn't realize it was so close to the tragedy, but one year later, uh, Gordon Lightfoot wrote and recorded The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, which unfortunately is one of the worst songs of all time. <laughs> and oh, the, the booth likes it. I'm not going to lie, I like the song. You like really? the song? I do. Oh, that's Brandon? one. Wow. Uh, it did sell a lot of records. Sorry. That that's is okay. the, um, that when it was launched in 1958, she was the largest ship on North America's Great Lakes, and she remains the largest ever ship to have sunk in the Great Lakes. Amazing. And it's still on the bottom. Amazing history in our Great Lakes, for mm -hmm. sure. Yep.
Looking yeah. forward to listening to that song upstairs later throughout <laughs> uh, throughout the day. I can't get it out of my head. I've noticed. Have you noticed on uh, you have Facebook or you uh, have a Facebook account? <laughs> have you noticed all the uh, pictures of uh, all these uh, smart kids we have around town? The National Honor Society. Have you seen this? I, I've missed those. Oh my <laughs> gosh! There are kids everywhere. Really? National Honor Society. Is it like a big announcement? No, it was just na they've been all. Everyone's been doing their National Honor Society awards, um, so there's been pictures all over Facebook of all of these smart young children. Mm. And I didn't know what National Honor Society was until. <laughs> I think was Joey in it? You, yeah, but it was in your school. You had yeah, people in it. I did. Wore yeah. pins. Yeah, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. uh, but was your other son in National Honor Society? No, he wasn't. <laughs> My other son, the one you mentioned, was. Okay, I was not. You were not. Yeah. Okay. Of course well, you weren't. I asked, and you probably weren't. <laughs> You're you right. Weren't. Yeah, were you? <laughs> Not even close. Not even close. No, but uh, tip of the cap to uh, all of those folks who balance uh, schoolwork, family life, sports. Uh, wow, that's crazy. Awesome. Congratulations. It's I, a lot. It is a lot. It's a lot of work, and mm -hmm. it should be acknowledged. And Remember WKRP in Cincinnati, Les Nessman, and the Turkey Drop? I do. The uh, radio station uh, in this fictional sitcom decided to drop turkeys over Cincinnati as a gift to the community. Uh, unbeknownst to, to them, turkeys don't fly. And so it was a mess. But here in Jackson, we're giving away turkeys. The city of Jackson Police Department is giving away turkeys. And they're not dropping them from a plane or a helicopter. They're actually frozen. Oh, that's nice. Yes. And you can, city residents can get one per car. So come on Wednesday the 16th from 10 till noon for a free turkey. And did you know the Green city manager, Jonathan Green, and his wife, Melissa, they have a turkey farm I did in know Parma? That. Yeah, I did <laughs> know that. I did know that. And, uh, cool. You can order a live turkey, uh, farm-raised, pasture-raised. Really? Yeah. Uh, still, go to Green Family Do they still homestead. do that thing at the White House where they kill the turkey out on the front lawn in front of the first family? <laughs> No, they don't kill the turkey. Oh, they they pardon the turkey. Pardon the, the turkey. The first family pardons the turkey. Oh, okay, and pardon. Pardon the turkey. I can't wait to make, meet this year's turkey. I think great. we should order a turkey from Green Family Farm Homestead and see how it comes. I wonder if you, when you go pick it up, it's still alive. Well, I don't I don't know if we do that. I'll take that one. We'll see. Who knows? Or if it still has the feathers and all the... I don't think they give it to you <laughs> with the feathers on it. I, I guarantee they, I uh, they don't. Hey, we've got a quick little scoreboard and on deck for you. Not a whole heck of a lot going on other than a regional final volleyball game at Springport High School. Hanover Horton against rival Powamo Westphalia. 6 p.m. Jeff Steers will be there. Uh, with his credential. You'll probably see some uncredentialed folks at that as well. <laughs> but uh, Jeff will be there and he will have photos and a, a game story uh, following that. So look for that tomorrow on JTV.TV. Who's on the show today? We've got a great show lined up. After this break, we're going to meet Kristen Pluta and Holly Flickinger from the Jackson County Health Department. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. 
Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. It's time for the Night Lights Fun Run, 5K Fun Run and Walk. And it is happening on the 19th, Saturday, November 19th at 6 p.m. You can sign up at nightlightshow.com. It's a great opportunity to run through the millions of lights at Night Lights. Sign up again, nightlightshow.com. I'm anxious to see their um, new train. Yes, yes, all the way from Florida. Mm-hmm. Joining us now from the Jackson County Health Department, Health Officer Kristen Pluta, and new Deputy Health Officer Holly Flickinger. Good morning. Morning. Good morning. Good morning, Officer Deputy. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds so like official. It does. And, like, it, and it should be. It is official. Okay. Is there a badge? Do you get a badge with that? I've been asked that question a few times. <laughs> I think there should and be. I haven't just, gotten one. Just yeah. an ID badge. Yeah, just an ID Gets badge. Gets her in the door. <laughs> well, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, we're, how did you end up at the health department? Yeah, well, I applied for the position and luckily got hired. So, um, but I've spent some time in the fitness industry and then mental health, and that's kind of led me to here. Nice. Yeah. And you're a Jackson person? Yeah, in and out of Jackson most of my life. Great. But family roots are here. Awesome. Yeah. So does this complete your uh, administration, your regime, or is everything in place now? It does. This completes our leadership team. And we also completed our second level with, we were looking for a new WIC coordinator mm -hmm. and Chelsea started two or three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. So we are fully staffed on the, we're almost fully staffed completely um, yeah. in all areas, but but all of our like supervisory positions are full. So, yeah, you yes. know, it's before, you kind of before the pandemic, you really didn't know who, who was in these roles, what the team was like, what mm -hmm. you guys did. Now we realize you have a team of rock stars yes. and uh, public health is so important in this community. There's so many things that, uh, you know, people don't realize that you guys do. Give me an example of some things that, uh, that you guys work on that probably the general public has no idea. Yeah, that's a great question. So a lot of my programs are community-based. Mm -hmm. um, so we go into a lot of the schools. We do a lot of um, community supports um, into homes of some people. So we do the hearing and vision testing um, recently this year or beginning of last year, maybe. The, um, the school year is the first. The, the kindergarten oral health care okay. is something that we have initiated. Um, I have all of the health educators. So they go into the schools and teach sex education hand washing, um, a lot of COVID supports mm -hmm. within the schools, um, and then some community services with our maternal infant health program, um, children's special health care. Mm -hmm. I remember when I was in, I think it was fifth grade, we had the sex education and it was just, uh, if we had a classmate whose dad was a doctor and they came in and taught it. Mm. <laughs> Shout out Dr. Mayno. <laughs> our health educators in the abstinence and teen pregnancy prevention and early or empowering youth today like those they have some really cool programming yeah. and curriculum that that goes far more than just you know right. just the sex ed it's mm -hmm. about you know finding your value you know mm -hmm. these young kids finding your value in, in other things you know in in life and and you know yeah self-esteem yeah. self-empowerment it's all really really great especially at the younger ages um, hoping to prevent some of this you yeah. know um, things that children run into as they get older. So. Nice to hear from other adults too outside of the home as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now as um, deputy health officer, what specifically will you be doing? What are the roles of the deputy? So supporting my teens is mostly what, what I'll be doing in that role. I think a lot of the um, community is involved with the health department. I think people would be surprised to see how many, 
how many uh, volunteers and other community uh, members and organizations participate in a lot of the health department initiatives. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They also, you know, run some of our programming. We are not required, you know, by public health to actually be the provider of every service that's required under public health law. Um, we just have to make sure someone's doing it. So we have, you know, some, some areas where, um, you know, for instance, this, this oral health, we don't have the capacity to actually do oral mm -hmm. health screenings for kids, so we partnered with Smiles on Wheels, who if you have kids, you probably have seen the, the yeah. notes come home, that Smiles on Wheels was gonna be in there in yeah. the school. So we partnered with them, they're doing their thing, and they're helping us along the way. So. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're uh, we're hearing about flu shots left and right. I don't. I haven't met anyone. I don't think who's had the flu yet, which is good. But you guys are encouraging flu shots. We are yes. always. Yeah. Always. I know we're doing. You know, and we're encouraging COVID. You can have COVID yeah. and flu together. Also, watching <coughs> this this triple threat. You know, Matt. I said Matthew can talk more all more oh, about yeah. this clinical <laughs> stuff. But you know, this RSV flu yeah. um, COVID. Yeah, the RSV, RSV has been uh, just crazy. Anyone who's had uh, a kid with a little bit of an illness maybe have, have, has experienced it. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. And not much treatment, really, that mm -hmm. you can do. No, and no, no vaccine for the RSV. Yeah. But. The uh, health department, uh, along with uh, other organizations like uh, Henry Ford, Center for Family Health, part of the team leading the community to uh, healthier lifestyles and better health, Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of things that you do, uh, the Fresh Food Initiative, and the county's now talking about creating a an Eastern Market-style farmer's mm -hmm. market at the old prison. So some of the things that we have to look forward to that will encourage better health, mm -hmm. uh, you're all involved with. Yeah, I am, we are not particularly involved with that. I know that I, you know, before I came over to the health department, working in the administrator's office, when they acquired and the county acquired that land, I won't speak on behalf of any of that, but that was, you know, kind of a vision of this would be really cool if, you know, and so I'm sure at some point if, you know, how that yeah. comes to fruition, we will love to be involved, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. with it. We had, you know, our Project Fresh stuff this summer that you all highlighted for us, yeah. and, you know, that's... That, that all that all stems to make you know a healthy population of, of mm -hmm. people is yeah. you know the food and the, and the there's uh, an event uh, at the health department this afternoon uh, community conversation that people um, can join in fact there's a link on our website on today in the J if you want to be a part of that and I don't think you have to register in advance you just pop no, in. It's just yeah. yep you can yeah, just show cool. up. Mm -hmm. Now, before the show, um, there was a lot of dog talk at the table. I'm a <laughs> non-dog owner. You are a previous dog owner. I'm a previous so you, dog you owner. I'm a dog lover. But apparently, uh, Kristen got a new dog recently. I did. A t I have a 10-week-old mini Australian Shepherd. I should have brought a picture. You should have. I should have said, you ask for slides in that. I know. I, I, I don't know why I was you thinking You should have a picture of Norman. Yeah. Norman. Norman. Yep. How does a dog, an Australian Shepherd, get a name like Norman? Norman came with that name. Oh. Um, I have an Annie in a Lily, so I, we were thinking we would name it something with that, like Y sound yeah. at the end. Um, but he came with the name of Norman, and we, 
he was already responding to the name yeah. Norman. Mm -hmm. So how do you change yeah. his name yeah. when he's I already like, like responding? I think so it's fine. It's a little like it doesn't roll off the tongue mm -hmm. very easy when you know he's like out in the yard. You're yeah. like Norman. Get in here, Norman. <laughs> <laughs> you have Normie to sometimes. You weird. We changed um, our dog's name when we got our dog from Cascade Spain Society. He came with a name too, and it was Joey, and we already had a Joey, your brother. Mm. So. <laughs> We thought about changing Joey's name. Yeah, we did. <laughs> it would have been easier, it's but sure no, we have. changed the, Joey's name to yeah. Buddy. Yeah, he, it's Norman now. Yeah. It's it's held. And you have dogs too. I do. I have one dog. His name is Milo. He's a Beaver Terrier, which most people Ooh. don't hear of, but he's the newest breed in the American Kennel Club. Really? Yeah. Does he yeah. Uh, does he yelp quite a bit? Um, he likes to bark for my attention yes. quite frequently, yes, when he does not get it. But. Milo's a great dog name. Yeah, mm -hmm. thank you. Well, is, is it a big dog? Or? Oh, no, he's about 15 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very fluffy. He looks kind of big when he, his fur is long, but he's, he's pretty small, actually. So. Do you want to mention your dogs? Oh, no, I shouldn't. <laughs> no, I shouldn't. I do have two dogs, Chip and Tawny, and uh, they're pugs. So. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yes, that's right. Great to have you guys with us today. Thanks for all that you and your great team at the Jackson County Health Department uh, are doing for our community. Yeah, thank, thank you for thank having you us. Yeah. Brand new at the Jackson County Health Department, Deputy Health Officer Holly Flickinger and Health Officer Kristen Kluda. Stay tuned. We'll be talking about wreaths across America when the morning show continues after this. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Our show today is brought to you by Vermeulen's Home Furnishing, and they have their zero sale going on right now. Zero interest, zero sales tax, zero payments for quite a while. Check them out. See what they have going on. There's great offers for any budget. The Center for Family Health is also helping us bring you today's show, and they want to remind you to be a flu fighter. It's flu season. It's more important than ever before. Call the Center for Family Health to get that scheduled today. The Center for Family Health has been opening the door to health care for all for more than 30 years. Joining us now from St. John's Catholic Cemetery, Jenny Metalka and Brian Mick. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. Thanks for having us. Great to have you here. And we're inviting you to be with us today because we're approaching the uh, annual wreaths across America. That is correct. Yeah. Uh, you guys actually brought it to the community. Well, we were the first in the in the area. Yes. Yeah. Yep. This is our sixth year wow. participating in wreaths across America. It grows every year. I know this year 3,400 locations wow. are participating. Last year, 3,100 participated, and last year, in total, 20 or no, 2.4 million wreaths were laid across wow, those that's locations. Awesome. That's great. Uh, tell us, for those that don't know, what is Wreaths Across America, Jenny? So it is a national nonprofit organization. It started in 1992 by a wreath maker in Maine who had a surplus of wreaths and he didn't know what to do with them. But impacted by a trip to Arlington Cemetery that he had made as a child, he wanted to give back to veterans and so he took those wreaths to Arlington Cemetery. A photo of that a few years later, so they continued mm -hmm. to do it for a few years, mm -hmm. uh, went viral. 
And in 2007, they formed the nonprofit, and it's just spread since. That's awesome. So here locally, uh, folks can buy a wreath, donate, and uh, you guys will take care of the rest, correct? Correct. So donations are $15 to sponsor a wreath, and they can, anyone is welcome to send a check made out to Wreaths Across America to St. John's Cemetery's office at 403 East South Street here in Jackson, or they can visit our website at jacksoncemetery.org and donate online. Uh, we'll save, save a stamp and we'll buy some wreaths. <laughs> oh, thank you. We appreciate it. What's that white stuff? Uh, oh, no, we're, we're not going to speak of that. So have you guys had this, um, and you guys all, are you doing the uh, mass again this year? Memorial Day yeah, mass? Yeah, the Memorial Day mass. Yes, that, that's, that's every awesome. year on Memorial Day Very at 9 cool. o'clock in the morning. Held at the same location. We're looking at the altar, which is behind our office building at the cemetery. Uh, so our wreath ceremony will be held here uh, December 17th. It's coming up mm. at noon. Everyone's welcome to join. After the opening ceremony, volunteers can place wreaths on veterans' graves while they thank those veterans for their service. Now, Brian, you guys uh, see folks you know, all the time coming to visit where their loved ones are laid to rest. Uh, what, what does this project mean uh, to families of veterans? So it's honestly just about not forgetting them. Mm -hmm. um, we've got 2,300 veterans in St. John Cemetery alone, and it's a great way to teach the next generation as well. We've, uh, as you can see from the pictures, we've had a lot of people bring out their entire families, mm -hmm. kids. It's a great way to pass on um, thanking these veterans, not forgetting what they've done for us and our country. And it's definitely a labor of love for us, it's, it can be stressful leading up to it, but it's a huge payoff uh, when this uh, ceremony happens. Yeah, what's it like for, for you guys? It's gotta be pretty powerful, uh, you know, walking around, it, seeing all It the is, um, the, the drive-through after these are laid is kind of eye-opening. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's the veteran plaques out there, you see the flags, but when you see the, the like 2,000 wreaths laid down, you, it, it's, it's mind-boggling yeah. that uh, we've got this many um, great veterans just in our cemetery alone and, and in Jackson. And I think it's heartwarming to see how the community rallies because this is all volunteers yeah. mm -hmm. and they rally at a busy time of the year. It's the week before Christmas and it's just a heartwarming way to prepare for Christmas. It's a very inexpensive way to be part of this. Mm -hmm. It's just $15. $15. Right. We are signed up for a program where uh, it's a buy two, get one free. Okay. So for $30, we get three wreaths. Awesome. So that's yep. beneficial. Right now, we are at 1,900 wreaths for awesome. this year. So we're 400 away from reaching our goal of every veteran receiving a wreath at St. John's. Well, we should be able to do that, no problem. Oh, I bet our viewers will just be... 15, to yeah, I mean, there, and there's so many ways to uh, donate or give back. Uh, during the holidays, but again, this is just a great example of a very reasonable, impactful way, like you said, Brian. Absolutely. Sure, and with Veterans Day, uh, also what a great way to remember yeah. our veterans on Veterans Day. Again, they can donate online at jacksoncemetery.org or mail a check-in to St. John Cemetery's office made out to Reese Across America. Awesome. How have you been enjoying the decent weather we've been having? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, it's, it's a good and bad thing. It yeah. means we've got to get outside and actually do something. So we've been uh, <laughs> focusing on our leaf pickup, and but it's it's been absolutely awesome to have this yeah. uh, little Indian summer here yeah. in the fall. To extend your golf league. I, I'm a bowler. Oh, <laughs> I'm a golfer. Yeah, oh, she. Okay. Yeah, she's a golfer. <laughs> I'm I enjoying get, it. Yes. Yeah. yeah I, absolutely. I remind myself how mad I can get when I when I hit the course. <laughs> <laughs> so St. John's uh, Cemetery, of course, open to uh, the public. If someone's never been there and they want to, uh, maybe they want to drive in and just and see the wreaths, right? Absolutely. You're able to do that. Um, what are the What are the hours that people? Dust till dawn. Yeah. Um, yep. We're pretty much open to the public anytime. Um, it's a great place to just come and, and pay respects. Mm -hmm. We've done a lot of upgrades to the cemetery over the years uh, with the planting of our flowering trees. So it's just a great place to drive yeah. through. We get a lot of dog walkers, um, just people coming out, uh, even on their lunch breaks, just yeah. to catch some quiet. And yeah. Great. Well, we appreciate the efforts that you two personally put into this event. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's, as you said, a uh, volunteer uh, grassroots uh, effort, and you are the uh, two volunteers that have been leading this <laughs> yeah. in our community since it, since it uh, started. And thanks for all that you do um, to honor uh, veterans who are laid to rest at St. John's. Yeah, and thanks for having us on to get that out there. Of yeah, course. We're honored to do so. Thank you. Yeah, thank you both. Appreciate it. Jenny Metalka and Brian Mick from St. John's Cemetery. More of the morning show after this. The morning show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. It's time for the turkey trot as we approach Thanksgiving, and the turkey trot is happening on Thanksgiving Day, 9 a.m. Thanksgiving Day at Ella Sharp Park. It's the Jackson Turkey Trot. There's a 5K elite run and 10K run, and a 5K run walk, 5K virtual run, and a kid's half mile fun run. Great fun for the entire family before you eat all of that food. <laughs> Joining us now from Trinity Lutheran Church, Donna Lake. Hi, Donna. Good morning. Mrs. Lake, good morning. Yeah, right. Let's go with Donna. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a tradition. Yeah, long tradition. Long tradition. Now, did you, you guys didn't do this during COVID, did you? We did not. So okay. we are really, really excited to awesome. get back. It's been 2019. So... It's yeah. the harvest dinner. The harvest dinner. It's the, the harvest dinner. We were at the, the last harvest dinner. Did you go to that too? I didn't, but oh. I noticed that there was sauerkraut on the menu this yes. year, so I'm going to be there this year. There's always sauerkraut it's on the, same the menu. menu every year. It's it, a tradition. Well, I haven't it's, been. Yeah. I don't think I've been. Yeah. You went. I think you were with us the last time we went. I didn't see sauerkraut. <laughs> if I did, oh, I can tell you that. It used to be called the sauerkraut supper. It did. Really? Yes, because but I I don't know who changed it or why they changed Someone it. Someone in marketing. Probably, <laughs> because I said, I think it has to do with the name of uh, sauerkraut. Mm -hmm. so. so you are, uh, obviously you're looking for uh, people to come eat, but how about volunteers? Um, right now we're doing really well really? with volunteers. It, I said, I, I've run this event, I don't even know how many years now, I've lost track, but 
I said it's an event that pretty much runs itself once we get there and mm -hmm. everything we need is there. Um, the church is just wonderful about volunteering and stepping up. So right now I think we're doing really well. well did you want to come and help in the kitchen? Well, I wanted to help in the, cr <laughs> the kraut bowl. Oh. Do you like sauerkraut? <laughs> you know, everybody says they love my sauerkraut and I've only had it on a hot dog at lunch. Okay, I know some people that <laughs> eat it. Oh yeah. And I've only had it on a, a hot dog or a sausage yeah. or something. Yeah, so like I do that. like it that way. Yeah. I can't say that I've sat down and had a bowl of it, but I, people ask if they can take the leftovers home. I, yeah. It's, yeah, it's really good, I've had it. Okay. Yeah. Now, what uh, is the origin of this uh, tradition? Well, I was just talking to our daughter, Michelle, before I came in and, the last time I was here in 2019, do you remember Frida Blackwood was here with me? Yes. She was 200, or 200, she was 103, <laughs> not 203, 103 years old at the time. And we unfortunately lost her during COVID. And uh, maybe she was 102, but anyway, um, she was up there. And she was the one that got the ball rolling on it, which is why it was really fun to have her here last mm -hmm. time. And uh, that's when it was the sauerkraut supper. Yeah. And it's always in November. And uh, the oh. menu truly hasn't changed. I, I'm sure you're gonna, I'm sure you're excited to see some people you haven't seen in yeah. quite a while. Yeah. And it'll be like a, kind of like a family reunion, I'm sure. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, I was outside the church last week and I was another gal from church and somebody coming from the Y flagged us down and said, are you gonna have your harvest dinner this year? <laughs> and we we're like, yeah, so. They, they wait for it. Mm -hmm. Susan Frank is one of the uh, volunteers. Very good, mm -hmm. very good. So do we need to uh, pay in advance or can we pay at the door? How do we do pay it? Pay at the door. Cool, easy enough. No reservation required. Besides the sauerkraut, what else is on the <laughs> menu, Donna? Well, there are, um, we have, we're gonna be making our own applesauce on Tuesday and Meckley's is kind enough to donate three bushels of apples so that we can make that applesauce at no cost, pretty much. Um, we make homemade mashed potatoes. I always have a big crew that comes in and helps peel apples on Tuesday, and then they help peel potatoes on Thursday. And green beans, just plain green beans, no nuts or anything mixed in, just good old green beans. And um, roasted pork and sauerkraut, they are not on the same, they're not it's not roasted part of the together. Same yeah, they're separate. Mm -hmm. And we're going to have rolls this year, and we have fresh baked pumpkin and apple pies. Nice. What's your specialty? Uh, that day? Yeah. Um, I kind of help with everything. Everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, I think you used to have European bakery bread. We don't have that anymore. No. Yeah. And then uh, we moved to, we used a local grocer. But it was always different types of bread and we'd always have all these loaves left mm -hmm. over. And so this year we're gonna do rolls. We're gonna cool. give that a try. People love rolls. People I, love rolls. I think they do too. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I remember, um, I don't know if this was allowed or if I got special treatment, but I had pumpkin and apple pie. Well, if it looks like we've got enough, you might <laughs> be able to. Yeah, I think that could be our payment. If you want to, to Andy, we'll, okay. we'll let it fly. Okay. Just tell him I said so. Mrs. Lake said we each get a slice of pie. <laughs> or Donna. <laughs> Actually, you I just had, can't do it, can you? <laughs> no. I, I think I had half a, half a piece of. Oh, you two could split. Just a sliver. Yeah. yeah. I split it. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good but stuff. But everything is homemade. Mashed, mm -hmm. Real mashed potatoes. Yes. 
That's, do, is this like a fundraiser? You just do it for the community? It is a fundraiser, and this year, for the first time, the uh, proceeds are going to help with our Community Care Day, which we had the, for the last time uh, back in 2019. Um, and of course, because of the pandemic, mm -hmm. we stopped doing that. Um, we did something, we're doing a, a monthly food bank with um, uh, Compassion Ministries, mm. and that's wonderful. But we decided that we're gonna bring back our Community Care Day, which will be next August, I think the 19th. And um, so the proceeds are gonna go to help with that event. Hmm. Um, one of your friends, who has a very similar name. Simmons. <laughs> Donna. <laughs> Donna. Donna Blake. Don Simmons. Donna, Donna's not watching Simmons. today. No, she probably not. She only Down watches in Florida? Monday. No, she watches every Monday. Well, she does. Well, fine. Mm -hmm. If I'd have known, I'd have told her to tune in. Well, maybe she will. Sometimes I send her a message and let her know if she has a friend on the show. I'll let her know that Mrs. Lake was on talking about her sauerkraut this morning. <laughs> and if you don't like the sauerkraut, you can just skip it. You can exactly. Really, yeah. Oh yeah. Like my husband, he he will not put sauerkraut really? on his plate. Nope. Nope. No. 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 I think it's an acquired taste, maybe. Uh, well, his mom would make it, and he'd walk in the door and smell it, and he'd go next door and say, "What are you guys having for dinner?" That's so, how. That's I how I was. I don't think he uh, ever acquired that taste. I was like that with beets <laughs> at our house. Mm -hmm. Didn't like those when those were getting made. Who was yeah. on our show recently? They've never had a vegetable. No, I was telling you that Al Michaels has never had a vegetable. Al Michaels oh, from wow. Amazon football. <laughs> wow. Al Michaels, the Hall of Fame broadcaster, yes. Mm -hmm. That's yes. that's unfortunate. It's interesting though, but oh, he's yeah, had an outstanding life and career and he still looks And he's deal. healthy and I no, guess. he doesn't look that healthy. No, I don't know. He who probably he gets a lot of injections. Well <laughs> I would assume. How's the church attendance? Are people back? Well, it's certainly not what it was, yeah. mm -hmm. um, and I think, unfortunately, that's true for most churches. Um, but we're we're working on it. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, um, events like this will help, right? Bring the camaraderie back and it sense does. of family. So yeah, it's there's been so many things, and a lot of times with uh, you know churches, you know older population of, of membership, you know you have to be more mm -hmm. and more careful. So those yeah. events later to come back. Yeah, yeah. How's everything at Jackson College? Oh, it's out of this world. Mm -hmm. It is. It, is. it awesome. truly mm -hmm. is. I could sit and talk about that place all day long. Yeah. Our new steam wing. Uh, it's just incredible. Mm -hmm. I, I wish everybody would go for a walk and yeah. just go in and take a look around. It's well, amazing. Great community asset. Nice, nice walking trail all around the campus. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can start with a quarter mile walk around the yeah. campus. You know who put that in? Dan Fallon. And the Baileys. And the Baileys. The path, yeah. Oh, wow. No, oh, wow. And it's, yeah. I remember they had the dedication, mm -hmm. and then two weeks later, the pandemic started. Yep. But and you could still, well, you couldn't even go out and no, walk. No, you couldn't. No. But I did, I mean, eventually we could, and I would be out there all by myself, because I don't think a lot of people knew that they could. But, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Yep, and you can go now. And you can also go to the Harvest Dinner at Trinity Lutheran Church, across from the Jackson YMCA on Wesley Street, next Thursday, 4.30 to 7. I uh, look forward to seeing you there. Thank you, look forward to having you there. From Trinity Lutheran Harvest Dinner, Donna Lake. Uh, morning show wraps up after this.
The Morning Show is brought to you by BearX. BearX creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. BearX, empowering data insights. High school football this Friday night for the regional finals. Lawton comes into town to take on Lumen Christie. That's Friday night at 7. And then Napoleon is on the bus to Monroe St. Mary Catholic Central. Good luck to our local teams. If they win, they meet. Wow. Also this weekend, Grass Lake Theater is presenting A Christmas Carol at Grass Lake High School in the auditorium. And Jackson High School is presenting The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Mm. So a couple of great uh, family entertainment options presented by some very talented uh, student actors take advantage of, well, both, you can see. Go a different night. Yeah, mm-hmm. very good, very good. Uh, join us on Monday's show. We have a great guest lineup. Jamie Kiefer, Kevin Lamar is going to join us. Now, Kevin is uh, with Charles Schwab. Did you know that I found out Kevin was the unsung hero of the 1979 Lumen Christie State I, Championship yes. team? Mm-hmm. I did not know that, so we will talk about that. And uh, one of our favorite restaurants here at JTV, Slice and Dice Board Game Pizzeria. The owner, Jordan Anders, will be with us on Monday. So we're looking forward to Monday's show. Yes, and Dana, Dana hmm. Vance, I one of our uh, go ahead. She, five year anniversary yesterday, and she thought we got Slice and Dice Pizza for her anniversary. I wanted to mention uh, Trish LaFere and Dana Vance, both celebrated five years with JTV this year, and I uh, can't tell you how much they have done for uh, the culture in our building and our company in general. So thank you, Dana. Thank you, Trish. Later today, Michelle Mayo, Charity. Michaels from the Center for Family Health, Don Knight and Melissa Bradfield from Vandercook Lake Schools. Aaron Dimmick has an announcement today. Ooh. Uh, Al Mellinger from the Jackson Breakfast Rotary. I just saw him yesterday. And Steve Tucker from the Michigan Theater. Tuck coming. Tuck coming. What? Tuck coming. Tuck coming. <laughs> we'll explain it later. We'll explain it later. <laughs> Have a good day.